Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 165, air date August 24th, 2017. Now you know you're winning the information war when the other side has no response but to resort to censorship. Drain the swamp. We're going to have to drain the privilege out of Washington first because that's what the swamp feeds on, their privilege. They can't stand for people to exercise their First and Second Amendments together. You found it. It's the real news. That's what you have to look forward to. He's not sorry when snowflakes can't handle the truth. It's your host, David Knight. And we have someone joining us today who did a revolutionary act. This last weekend, he told the truth. He actually stood up for free speech. And he's been demonized across the political spectrum. He and the others there, as I point out, I don't know how many people were in Boston at the free speech rally talking about the importance of free speech. They were demonized by everyone as Nazis, as Ku Klux Klan members, and they knew they were going to be demonized by that. They made sure that they didn't have anyone like that at the rally. They had 40,000 people, however, show up, say, we're going to fight the right. And they got very violent. And yet, in spite of this, this small group of people, maybe there were 300. I, I saw that in one of the reports. We'll talk to uh, Dr. Ayadure and see how many people were there. But, you know, it reminded me, I told my wife of Thermopylae, where you have the 300 who stand against the massive army to defend what is important. And what they were standing for there was freedom of speech. So joining us now is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Let me tell you a little bit about him. I've talked to him in the past about some of the technological issues that he was working on. He's the inventor of email and polymath. He holds four degrees from MIT. He's a world-renowned systems scientist and inventor, a Fulbright scholar. And I've got a whole sheet here of the many awards that he has won in the U.S. and in India, where he's originally from. Today, he is the chairman and the CEO of a company called Cytosolve. That provides a revolutionary platform for modeling complex diseases as well as discovering multi-combination therapeutics. So we're not going to talk about the technical issues here. We're going to talk to him about this free speech rally. We're going to talk to him about the fact that he is now running for Senate against Elizabeth Warren. And as you just saw there, he said, let's put a real Indian in the, the Senate because he's from India. And she has said in the past uh, that she has Indian ancestry. She looks about as white as anybody uh, you're going to ever see. And of course, she's been ridiculed by Donald Trump and others as uh, Pocahontas. But uh, he is, you can find his website about his Senate run at Shiva for Senate. That's S-H-I-V-A, the number four, and Senate.com. So Shiva for Senate.com, or you can go to V-A-S-H-I-V-A.com. So joining us today is Dr. Shiva Ayodure. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Ayodure. Thanks, David. Thanks for having me on. Let's talk a little bit about this uh, rally there. We saw a little bit of a clip from Joe Biggs, who was also at that rally. And as he pointed out, 
they were blocking the media from reporting what was actually going on there because they've got their own little false narrative that there's, I guess, people walking around there with uh, Ku Klux Klan hoods and so forth and uh, Nazi flags, which did not happen. But they would like for people to think that so they can go out and uh, feel morally superior about the fact they're protesting you, the 40,000 people that were there. So they put a complete blackout on showing pictures of you guys or uh, any of the speech that went out there. Tell us what that rally was like. Well, here's the uh, background, David. You know, before we went to the rally, I, I was invited to almost a month and a half ago. And, you know, I get invited to a lot of events, scientific events, speaking events. And we obviously agreed to go because it was, a, it was done by young high school students and college students. And the intention of it was to really support free speech across a full spectrum of dialogue. And the students were really concerned that in America we were limiting dialogue into very narrow silos. So I was very uh, appreciative of what they were doing. And I think it's very important that young people get involved um, you know, in governance. So that was the understanding. After Charlottesville, what happened, David, uh, was that the politicians, you know, Charlie Baker, uh, the never Trumper, uh, and uh, Marty Walsh, who's up for re-election, both of them are, were jumping over themselves, one-upping themselves to try to show how much they were against racism and white supremacy. And they were essentially telling people that this was a Nazi event, a white supremacist event, no one should go. And uh, unfortunately, the permit did get issued for the event. And then in spite of the permit being issued, they were still sending calls out that people should not go. And the reality at the day of the event was they executed what they really wanted to do, which was to block freedom of press. You know, in the gazebo, people look at the center, there was a fence around it. Uh, about a hundred of us had gotten permits to go in there. Outside of that was a second concentric circle, which is where the press and our supporters were supposed to be. And the night before this, it was clearly made clear, no Klansmen, no swastikas, no hooded people were allowed. These students were really about free speech, not about you know right-wing uh, uh, white supremacy on either side. But what ended up happening was the press was not allowed in, the supporters were not allowed in, and so we were essentially caught in a birdcage in there. And it was yeah. essentially us and the police, David, against 40,000 people. And the administration- Absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. And in retrospect, those of us who went in there, uh, with all due respect, stood up for one of the most important principles of this country, yes. which is freedom of the press. In, in my talk, David, I also pointed out that freedom of press does not include slander or libel or false statements. As you know, this is what Gawker Media did, which I sued and I won successfully against them. Freedom of mm -hmm. press means in the open market, all uh, thoughts are discussed. If you say false statements, if you say libelous stuff, be ready that you may get sued. So we really define this in the broadest scope. In that gazebo, David, where, uh, as you notice, we said black lives do matter. You know, we wanted to really bring this issue. Look, we're not saying black lives don't matter. They do matter. Let's move on now. We talked about yes. against Monsanto. We talked about free speech. But I think the most important thing, David, that this was premeditated, they didn't want people to hear, particularly what I had to say about Hillary Clinton. She's the one who used the term super predator to refer to black children. We, they didn't want us to hear about Jimmy Carter, who said we need ethically clean neighborhoods. They didn't want us to hear about another white supremacist, Harry Reid, who said the reason people should vote for Obama was he doesn't have a Negro accent. The Democrats are filled with racists. And yes. the academics have narrowed racism down to people who wear pillowcases on their heads and people who have swastikas, by the way, which is an Indian symbol. 
which is another issue. <laughs> well, you so, know, they used you as a straw man for their big rally. And the Democrats rally around that. And as you point out, they like to look like they're morally superior. They create these straw men, which is not anything at all what you guys were about. And then they rally against that. As I said earlier, we've got Antifa and the Democrats and their straw men now are made out of bronze and marble. But you guys were used that way at that Boston rally. One of the things that you mentioned when we had that clip we played from uh, Joe Biggs, you talked also about Hillary Clinton and her connections with Robert Byrd. The guy who was a literal Klansman, and he was very high in the Ku Klux Klan. And they lauded him. I mean, he was a big shot in the Democrat Party, and they lauded him even after he died. They had nothing bad to say about him, the Clintons and others. And now we've got the governor of North Carolina going through and saying, we're going to tear down all these Confederate statues. And I, it was a great headline on uh, one of the sites talking about it. They said, uh, North Carolina governor to erase Democrat history. Because that's the truth about all this. Nancy Pelosi's got a list of statues she wants to take out of the Capitol building. And all 10 of them were Democrats, except for Robert E. Lee, who had no political affiliation. But the other nine were all Democrats. So that's the real history of the Democrat Party that they don't want you to see. They've always been racist, and they're still racist. It's just that they've switched which races they're deceiving at a particular time. Yeah, I mean, what they wanted to do was they wanted, I mean, in that gazebo, David, in the center, Cell phone service was cut out, so we weren't able to periscope hmm. or live wow. YouTube out. Um, this was premeditated because they didn't yes. want to hear a much more truthful narrative that there's a, a diversity of opinion in America. And I pointed out in my talk that it's the academics and academia who are controlling these young people these days. They've created very finite sets of thought forms. And if you follow yes. that, you're a good liberal. It's, it's in many ways, it's moral narcissism. And, and that's what they've done to this country. And I think what we did, and the fact that, that we had that video, and as Joe probably shared and the others shared, is we caught them with their pants down. This is gonna be very hard for them to walk away from. When we say the real Indian versus a fake Indian, we also mean real versus fake. They create fake news and they hide behind free speech because the big media companies have huge lawyers that if they character assassinate you or me, it's very hard for us to sue them. So That's absolutely amazing. We've got to go to a break. We're going to come back. We're going to continue this. And I want you to tell us about your Senate run. But the fact that they would shut out the media, that they would shut out any audience, that they would use you as straw men, even shutting down cell phone service so you guys could not get a live broadcast out of there. That's absolutely amazing. Stay with us. We're going to be right back with Dr. Shiva Ayadure, and he's going to tell us about his Senate run against Elizabeth Warren, the fake Indian. We're going to be talking to the real Indian from India when we come back. Dr. Ayadure, uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, what happened there, because, you know, we, we have this kind of crazy notion today. We just saw news that an Asian man named Robert Lee was not going to be allowed by ESPN to cover. He's a broadcaster, a sports broadcaster. He's not going to be allowed to cover the University of Virginia games because of his, because of his name. And they admit it. It's simply because of his name. He's Asian has absolutely no connection whatsoever. So this is the kind of insanity that is happening from the people on the left. Meanwhile, as you pointed out, we got Hillary Clinton and her schmoozing of Robert Byrd, the guy who actually is a KKK guy. And then on CNN, uh, who are, they're continually selling this racist narrative. We got Anderson Cooper, who found out that uh, his parents or his, his, his uh, predecessors, his ancestors, uh, owned slaves. One of them killed one of his uh, ancestors. His ancestors owned uh, slaves that were related to Michelle Obama and so forth and so on. Of course it is. We have people who would think that the guy who's part of the Vanderbilts, 
would ever have had slaves. And we go back to the Civil War. It's always a situation of rich man's war, poor man's fight. But that's the kind of phoniness that they have. They give their own people a pass, and they're the ones who really embrace this stuff. But they demonize all this stuff because they're really coming after the foundations of our culture, of our law, to shut down our free speech. And that's why you guys were there this last weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, David, you made some very important points. I think the reality of what took place uh, on August 19th, you know, in Boston uh, is a historic example of how the fake news media works, how the academic elite work. And it's such a stellar example that we have to get this out far and wide to everyone because it's a great way to educate people that this is not some conspiracy theory uh, people have talked about. This is reality. And the reality is that what took place in that gazebo was 40, 50 people who were in there, by the way, only 100, uh, the permit was for 100, um, really spoke about the most important issues uh, for humankind. We talked about, you know, we said love, love, love. That's what we talked about. We talked about the need for, you know, truth and understanding to overcome power and privilege. That's what was talked about there. We talked about that, you know, the fact that if we're going to move history forward, that we need to really focus on truth and we need to uh, help people understand that the academic elite are misteaching people. You know, I talked about the fact that if you write anything against Monsanto and you want to get tenure in America, forget it. There is no academic free speech in academia anymore. That stopped around the 40s or 50s, and it's just accelerated since that That's time. Right. That's right. So, it's kind of a corporate fascism, isn't it? You would think that the anti-fascists would be in favor of free speech, but no, they they aren't. It is corporatization yeah. of it's corporatization of education, corporatization of medicine, corporatization of health, all of it. So you have big pharma, big medicine, big insurance, all of what Elizabeth Warren and the rhinos and the establishment support. You know, Elizabeth Warren, that's what she supports and that's what these people uh, were convening on. That's why if you look at it, it was a number was 40,000 to 40, right? So we're talking yes. big versus small. Dodd-Frank, which Elizabeth Warren supported, destroyed 1,200 community banks. Uh, Obamacare, has put out of business nearly 200,000 independent doctors where we used to get health care. You have to go to big hospitals to even get a simple exam done, and that's where you have a nearly 40 to 60% chance of getting an infection. So what they've done is big over small, but as we all know, when you look at the history of the founders of this country, they were actually about believing in the individual. You know, the fact that they had to brand us as me, a brown-skinned Indian immigrant of low-caste background, a Nazi and a white supremacist, pretty much epitomizes that they think they can get away with that. One Indian group uh, 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 called me a Nazi and a white yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Exactly. It, and there was it, nothing at all about that at that rally. They screened that very carefully. Right. There was nobody from the Ku Klux Klan. There were no Nazis there, no symbols of any of that stuff. And we have to understand what, what's really going on here. We've been at events, and again, I, I like to, I, I saw a perfect example of what the left is about. They cannot win an argument. So what they want to do is they want to censor your speech. When we were protesting Planned Parenthood, we went there with signs talking about how Margaret Sanger had used this as eugenics against the black community. And we had protesters like these Antifa people show up. They had nothing but black signs. They weren't there with a counter argument. They were there with black signs to cover up our signs. And so we got pictures of my wife out there and she would hold her sign up. They put it in front of her sign. She would go down low. They would go down low. She'd go high. They'd go up high. So it's just constantly moving that to try to censor what she was saying because they cannot win the argument. And that's what we see over and over again. Yeah, I think I think the opportunity coming out of this, David, is 
to recognize, you know, 30 years ago, 20 years ago in Harvard Square, if you put a soapbox and you spoke, no one threw acid at you. No one took a yes. bath to beat you up. You spoke yes. and you, you, if, you didn't, if you didn't like the guy, just walk away. What we have now is an active attempt to not have dialogue. I mean, the idea was you have a full spectrum of dialogue, but those in power think if someone raises a Heil Hitler sign or has a swastika, other people are going to like, um, you know, uh, lemmings follow them, that people don't have a brain of themselves to make decisions. And that's fundamentally where it's coming from. So Elizabeth Warren thinks she knows better. She thinks she's like the fighter for everyone, but she isn't. She's a fake. And let's fighter. talk about that. You're, I want everybody to understand that you're running for Senate against uh, Elizabeth Warren. People can find you at Shiva for Senate. That's S-H-I-V-A, the number four, Senate.com. We need people like you who understand the issues. When you talked about Dodd-Frank and how that had put out small community banks and helped the major banks that were too big to fail, that were created when the Clintons removed Glass-Steagall and allowed these mergers of the banks, it didn't take very long for them to uh, wind up with six or seven banks that were too big to fail, and then we had the massive crisis as part of that as well. These are the people who are lied with the corporate interests, and you understand that. You understand these issues. You're a very highly educated man. You've got four PhDs from MIT, and we need people like you who understand the legal issues and the background here. At, at uh, And again, I'd like to have you uh, talk a little bit more about that, but we're out of time, Ari. Keep you over okay. for the next segment. We will have you back on to talk about this Senate race. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Shiva Ayadure. And again, you can find him at Shiva for Senate. That's S-H-I-V-A, the number four, and Senate.com. We're out of time for today. Stay tuned. You found it. It's the real news with your host, David Knight. We're listener supported. BuzzFeed tested our supplements and found they were totally clean, but tried to lie and say, but we overcharge, not knowing the very company that they had had tested other supplements and then was selling them, recommending it as the best vitamin B12 in the country when that's who we private label from. <laughs> so we're calling it the BuzzFeed special. But now... The BuzzFeed piece is gone. They're writing derivative pieces that are even more deceptive. So they're trying to shut us down. So when you fund us, you're getting high-quality products and fun on the tip of the spear. So I'm combining last month's specials with this month's 1776 specials and calling it the BuzzFeed Special. Brain Force, 55% off, Survival Shield X2, which you really need if there's a nuclear war, but it really blocks the bad halogen. So the, it's the regular use that's great. It's not just the radioactive iodine, but it blocks the chlorine, bromide, fluoride, you name it, Survival Shield X2. They said, we tested it. It's pure iodine. It's not sodium iodine. It's not potassium iodine or iodate. It's just pure iodine. Acting like that's a bad thing, they know full well. It's super hard to get the deep earth crystals totally pure in the gaseous form and then put it safely into palm oil. They know this is proprietary. It's so hilarious. Uh, super blue, the toothpaste is off massively. Caveman, Alexa Pure, Alexa Breeze, uh, uh, vitamin mineral fusion, knockout, sleep aid. DNA Force, we're talking 55 to 66% off across the board. Infowarsstore.com. Now, this will go for the rest of the month, but obviously some of these are going to have to stop selling because they're going to sell out. X2, because a lot of folks are buying it because of the nuclear war threat. You know, uh, iodine's good iodine's flying off the shelves all over the country. You can just search engine that iodine flying off the shelves, CBS News, you name it. Uh, we've also, again, got the uh, iodine in the toothpaste and in the mouthwash. Really good for your gums. We have the new mouthwash with the iodine in it. 
uh, and the colloidal silver as well. The Super Blue mouthwashes in. Infowarsstore.com or 888 253 3139.